Fascia is an absolutely amazing system. Years ago, most people didn't know what fascia was, where today, if you're in the health, wellness, and fitness industry, most know what this term means. Hi, my name is Deanna Hansen. I am the founder of Fluid Isometrics and Block Therapy. And my name is Quinn Castellane. I'm the VP of Block Therapy and Deanna's nephew. Welcome to the Fascia Masters podcast. Fascia is the connective tissue that holds our entire body together. The fascia system is involved in every aspect of your health, from pain, size and shape, how you age, athletic performance and recovery, and even managing trauma and emotions. The list goes on. When you learn how to decompress your fascia, you experience incredible changes to every level of your being. The Fascia Masters podcast discusses everything fascia and is dedicated to empowering you with the knowledge you need to become your own self-care advocate. To help you learn more about caring for your fascia and taking initiative for your health and wellness, we are giving you our ultimate fascia decompression starter kit for free. This will teach you five steps to control your pain, as well as an introduction to fascia decompression that you can apply today. Go to blocktherapy.com forward slash fascia kit. That's F-A-S-C-I-A-K-I-T. In this episode, we discuss how a collapsed rib cage, a function of unconscious posture and breathing, puts immense pressure on the stomach, displacing the organ and causing issues with digestion. We also share how to release these negative impacts through fascia decompression and conscious breathing. So sit back and relax and enjoy this episode. So talking about digestion, I think one of the most important things to understand is the mechanical aspect of proper breathing and chewing. Mm -hmm. Because most people are in a rush. We're not eating consciously. We're throwing food into our mouths and we're swallowing these big chunks of food oh, yeah. whole. And then we're dealing with a weak diaphragm where we're not consciously breathing, which is part of the um, ability to improve digestion. And we're also collapsing in on that stomach organ. So everything's kind of off and no wonder totally. people are struggling. Absolutely. Well, so many people nowadays are having issues with, it could be colitis, it could be um, IBS, like whatever the issue is, that's all going to come down from what we're talking about. Yeah. And so at the end of the day, what we want to understand is space in the body because that's really key. So our stomach organ is right over here on this left side and 70% of the population are right-handed. So typically what happens to the average right-handed person, me included, is because we want to keep that right side free for action, we typically collapse more into this left side. Mm -hmm. So when we do that repeatedly over a lifetime, the posture shifts and we end up putting all this excess stress right on this stomach organ, not to mention right through here as well is where the aorta mm. leaves the body, the heart, the main artery supplying the entire body with oxygen. So that collapse in itself from a mechanical perspective, it puts excessive stress on the stomach organ. Mm -hmm. So when we're breathing properly, the diaphragm, that muscle moves up and down in the core of the body like a pump and it creates a heating. Mm -hmm. So whenever we're doing any kind of function in the body, we need heat to metabolize things. So in order for proper digestion, part of the process of digestion comes through that 
action of proper diaphragmatic breathing. So mm -hmm. what happens if we're not breathing diaphragmatically? Well, everything, your internal organs is cold. Like your body is cold, your cells are cold. And when they're cold, they're not working optimally. And they're hardly doing the job of what they're supposed to be doing. It's like, man, if people could just understand this and release that and integrate what we're talking about, people, I'm not gonna say people wouldn't have issues, of course there's other factors, but man, that, that number would decrease significantly because it's, it's a simple thing to do. And breathing diaphragmatically, it, as Deanna mentioned, it's a pump, it's like an elevator in the body. It's gently massaging your, uh, your abdominal organs, even the heart and the lungs yeah. with every single breath. So just learning to breathe properly. Again, the, we're compressed, so we can't just train the breath without training it through doing block therapy, we need to release it and then retrain the body how to breathe diaphragmatically. We're born, when we're born, we're diaphragmatic breathers. And then again, the fear, stress, whatever causes us to, to hold the breath. So all we're doing, it's simple. We're accessing the diaphragm, we're creating heat, but then that chewing um, factor, we're gonna talk about that in a moment. So when we're breathing diaphragmatically, then the stomach organ can break down the food. It can absorb the food and then eliminate. So then we're gonna be on this cycle, this continual cycle of how the body should be working, eating, digesting, eliminating, eating, digesting, and eliminating. And I find it interesting because if you think about the action of the tongue muscle, one of the functions of this muscle is to chew. Another function is to talk. Right. And it's, it's kind of interesting because most people feel that sitting down at a meal becomes this time for talking, this right. social interaction. And your tongue can't do both things at once. It can't chew and talk. Mm. So I find what happens often is because you might be eating spinach and you don't want green spinach in your teeth, you end up putting food in your mouth and then you swallow really fast so that you can have this conversation mm -hmm. with somebody. When really the act of eating and chewing should be one action that we focus on so that we can really um, liquefy the food that's mm -hmm. in the mouth. So by the time it reaches the stomach, it's not a solid. Right, and it's not under the stress like, wow, I have to break down this whole food. What was the whole point of the mouth to chew it? That's right, and when we chew, it's actually signaling the stomach to release enzymes, which is one of the reasons I'm kind of against gum. Right. Because when we're chewing gum, you know, we'll chew gum, but we don't chew our food. So when we're chewing gum, That's the so stomach's funny. going, hey, food's coming yeah. down, so it shoots out these enzymes, which also can cause digestive issues because we've created confusion right. in the body and the system. So we really just want to get back down to the simplicity of what we're doing. We're eating, we're nourishing our body and what we need to do to support that process. Mm -hmm. And that's, again, through chewing properly. And we, when we're talking about chewing also, we don't want to just chew on one side of the mouth. Sometimes you might have dental issues which might eliminate the ability to chew equally on both sides, mm -hmm. but if you can bring your awareness to that, where are you spending more time chewing? We want to be balanced and symmetrical so that when that food goes down, it's a liquid, and then through that function of proper diaphragmatic breathing, it's assisting it even further. Compare that to the unconscious person that follow, swallows food whole and isn't breathing. Mm -hmm. Again, no wonder we're all taking medications to totally. attempt to assist us with this incredibly important life process. Awesome. Cool. Awesome. I think that wraps up the episode. I think so. Breathe and believe.